Well, it's Fast Friday from the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. As the boost gets turned up, we should see speeds uh, upward of 232 miles an hour. We'll talk about that uh, with the guys from Dry and Reinbold Racing. Sage Karam and Jarrah Hildebrandt have to join us here on the Tone of the Podcast, brought to you by Flooring is Forever. We saw some, some race trim throughout the last two days. Marco Andretti. Andretti Autosport, really impressive. Um, I liked what I saw out of Simon Pagano yesterday, late in the day, kind of making his way through traffic. Arenas VK is the guy to watch out for, too. Obviously, that car has been fast at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway with Spencer Piggott being on the front row last year. Um, we know Ed Carpenter Racing is going to have speed uh, when it comes to qualifying and Fast Friday today. So we'll see how that wraps up for those drivers. I get adjusted to the cockpit uh, and, and some of the new features. And one of those drivers joins us now from John Reinbold Racing, the number 67 Salesforce Chevy, J.R. Hildebrand with us. J.R., thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks, man. Good to be on. The last two days, um, a lot of getting back comfort, getting used to some of the new features inside of the cockpit. How practice for the Indianapolis 500 gone for you? Yeah, they've been pretty good. We've, um, you know, it's I, I feel like the the aero screen for me, at least from a driving perspective, has been, um, you know, pretty seamless. You know, just jump in and you kind of forget about it. You know, definitely there's there's a little bit of um, you know, once you get in big packs, you know, a little bit more race running, um, you know, kind of full stint kind of stuff. Um, you definitely notice that there's, you know, there's some tire pickup and buildup that starts to, you know, accumulate on the screen. But, um, you know, visually and just in terms of you know, your sense of kind of being able to see through it and all that kind of stuff, it's been great. Um, you know, obviously, a lot of people have done a lot of work um, for the ventilation. So I feel like that's mm. that was such a big topic. When it first came out, you know, that first Indy GP, everybody was screwing up. Um, but I think, you know, in part because we're on the ovals, so the speeds are just higher. You're just naturally getting a little bit more airflow, um, you know, and secondly, that they've, that they've you know, made some adjustments and, and created some some kind of purposeful ventilation in the cockpit. Um, I think everybody's done a really good job. I think, you know, the biggest thing for us as a team when we get out here, you know, we're so quickly, we're just – in competitive mode, you know, trying to figure out, um, how we make the car better, how we, you know, figure things out, um, is that it's definitely, you definitely notice that it's, it's more weight, you know, it's up high. You can kind of feel that as you transition into the corners and, and the car builds up its, you know, load here at Indianapolis, you know, there's so much lateral load here for a, for a big high speed oval track, you know, there's such little banking. Um, it's always what makes this place tough, but, but definitely, I mean, yeah, I haven't talked to the guys about what they what they've thought here versus, say, at Texas. But um, you know, it would make sense to me that you'd notice that even more that that kind of you know elevated center of gravity that we get um, you know from the screen. So I think that that quickly, and it's a good thing that that's that's become the thing that we're all you know suddenly kind of dealing with and, and working on. Um, I think, frankly, that just speaks to. Um, you know, how good a job they've done dealing with all the other little bits and pieces, you know? Yeah. And, and, and a question I have that you may not know the answer to, and then hopefully you don't find out the answer to, but do you, when you get out of the car, is, is it, is it normal if you were to have to get out in a quick after an accident situation, is, is there any problems with that? I mean, I know you're one of the taller guys in the series, so you probably get out faster than anybody else, but is that, is that, is that a concern? Do you think? it's not a, not a major concern. You know, the, the, um, 
the vent piece on the top of the helmets has a mag it's it's like a magnetic lock on it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know that's not something that initially was something that just when i saw it i was like man that'd be kind of tricky in a in a jam if you were getting out you know i mean we're used to if you really got to get out you're just ripping cables and doing whatever yeah <laughs> so we're, we're used to that kind of thing fortunately you know i haven't had to do that very often in my career but um you know, it's I, I think in the big scheme of things, to your point, just once you get used to used to getting in and out of it and kind of the right, you know, I, there were definitely a couple of times when I was getting out, you know, the first few runs that I was kind of like, I don't really know. It's kind of a tight hole to get out of, you know, tight, tight fit getting through it. Um, you know, you got to get through. You got We still have the head surround and our head padding, you know, inside the cockpit like we normally would, which is for the big oval, since we've got that head pad there can be a little bit of a squeeze getting through that. So, you know, I've started just kind of figuring out what's my yoga pose here to like (laughs) get one arm out and kind of, you know, use that to anchor, you know, lever the rest of my body up, but uh, it feels pretty natural now. And I think, I think in a gym, uh, you know, you'd, you'd be able to get out just fine. A one-off effort, it's kind of a condensed schedule, practice, um, and you go into qualifying. There's a little bit, I don't want to say less pressure, but maybe a, a little bit more of a, a feeling of ease knowing that there's only 33 cars. You're going to be in no matter what. What do you expect for Fast Friday? A lot of people said the speeds are going to creep uh, well over 230 miles an hour. Uh, what do you expect today? Could be an overcast day. We could see some high speeds. Yeah, I mean, we'll go fast today for sure. Um, you know, you, I, I think uh, there, there's a, it's the perfect storm. You know, I think maybe to be seeing, I mean, you might, we might be seeing, you know, 234 or something out there today. Um, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked at that. Um, Just because, you know, it's, it's cool. Like you said, Um, you know, the car is definitely with the extra added boost, you know, we're used to getting 1.4 bar. So, you know, kind of an additional, whatever 40 ish 40 50 horsepower or something we're getting like that and then you know another whole step of that basically going to to 1.5 this year um so we'll thank roger for that and Mm -hmm. uh and and like you know like it's been the last couple of days um it's just going to be busy out on track you know um i don't think i mean i i saw a handful of cars i think all the andretti guys all went out. Maybe a couple of the Ray Hall cars did did a qual sim yesterday when they rolled out first thing in the morning. Um, but that was it. I mean, I don't think the Penske car. We certainly haven't. We've been tough. Just with this condensed schedule, I think there'll be a lot of cars on track. So you'll just the wind will be, you know, that kind of circular, you know, um, wind tunnel will get going a little bit at the speedway here, and um, and you'll start seeing some high speeds for sure. Can today be frustrating because you want to be out on the track alone so you can kind of get a feel of where you are out by yourself for a qualifying sim? Can it be frustrating because it gets so busy? It can be for sure. Um, You know, there's a little bit of it that you have to just let it be what it is, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and, and kind of accept that there are some things that you can get a really good read on, but maybe, you know, you're outright speed and and even sometimes your gearing might end up feeling a little off um days like today when when either the conditions are better than they're going to be in qualifying or or you you know you're just running around there are too many other cars on track to to get a totally clean read um 
you know, so from that perspective, I think everybody will have some, some qual sims get screwed up today just because, <laughs> because you'll have cars come out in front of you with, you know, when you've still got one or two laps to go or something. But, um, you know, I, I think over, over the years you learn, you know, that it's still, it still really is about understanding, you know, the handling characteristic of the car over four laps. Um, that that's while, while, uh, while your speed getting a good read on the speed that the car has, and it definitely matters to get your gearing right when it comes down to it. Um, you know, the handling of the car is really what, what, uh, kind of defines what you deal with in qualifying. So at least as a driver, for sure. Um, now, there's no fans. We, we know that, uh, that sucks for everybody, but that still doesn't take a, away the allure of the 500. How hungry are you to get back and run up front, uh, come next Sunday? Yeah, man. I mean, um, there's a, a, a spot with a face on the trophy still up for grabs. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we're all, we're all the competitive juices are flowing, you know, across the paddock as much as they ever are. And, uh, it's, it, you know, we're out, we're already, I think, noticing how different this is without fans here. And we can't wait to, to get everybody back into this place. The track looks amazing with all of the upgrades. So it's definitely mm-hmm. ready to be packed back in, but, um, you know, I'm I, we're we're plugging away and feeling good, and um, you know, looking forward to qualifying this weekend, and um, you know, doing everything we can do to be ready to rock and roll next that'd be, Sunday. That'd be the first mullet on the Borg Warner, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, Ari Ari must yeah. have had some yeah. long hair days on the Borg Warner. I'll have yeah. to go find yeah. the trophy and, and look it up. But this is, uh, this is true. All right, JR, yeah. I appreciate it, man. Best of luck getting yeah. everything dialed no in for qualifying. Uh, the drive the number 67 sales for Chevy for Dry and Ryan Bold Racing. Uh, appreciate your time, as always, and uh, go get them this weekend and in the 104th running of the Indy 500. Thanks, man. All right, from now, move to his teammate at Dry and Ryan Bold Racing, driver of the number 24 Chevy Wix Filters, Meekum Auctions, our good buddy Sage Karam. He's been on the podcast before. Sage, thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tony. What uh, what is this process more so off the track? Uh, you, you're you're moved in. Uh, do you feel, it's it's almost like a bubble feel inside of the speedway. I think you're woken up in the morning and you they ask you to to fill out forms. What's this kind of COVID era of the Indy 500 been like so far? Yeah, I mean it's definitely different. I mean even just staying at the track for me is the first time I'm staying at the track. Um, you know since I've been coming here, so um, that's been a cool experience for me. You know just being able to after practice go back to the bus and kind of relax and then see all the guys and you know it's it's a cool friend friendly atmosphere here in indycar and we get to you know just go on walks and, and talk to each other and and see pick each other's minds and stuff and everybody's pretty cool about it so um that's been cool but yeah i mean every morning you gotta wake up get screened um which you know i i think is is good but that's the stuff we got to be doing and um I think the weirdest thing is just like not seeing the usual fans that come by your garage every mm-hmm. every year every month of may you almost build a friendship and a relationship with, with fans because they come back every single year. And when you don't have that, you know, it feels kind of off, you know. So um, that's been strange. But as far as on-track running and stuff, you know, the practice days look pretty similar. Um, you know, it's just going to get weird come carb day and race day, obviously. Yeah, and, and I think that the Speedway and everybody involved did the right thing. Run the race because you don't want to get to October and then you can't run it or something comes up. So run it now. Um, what have you thought of the facilities? I mean, everybody's been raving about what Roger Penske has done and all of us fans I know are, are, are kind of 
ready to get in there whenever we can to see uh, what Roger Penske's done to upgrade the facility. Yeah, well, I mean, first off, having Roger um, in charge is, is quite amazing. You know, the guy puts every ounce of love he has into this place. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's every driver, every team owner, you know, every, every crew member, I think, is very blessed to um, have a guy like Roger in charge. And, um, you know, he's been doing a great job. Obviously, um, you know, the major things you see with, like, the video screens and stuff are are quite quite awesome and um you know even sitting on pit lane i can look to the right in my car and and see the uh new crystal clear screens and, and kind of when i'm bored sitting there while they're making setup changes i can just watch along and see what's going on on track um whereas before i didn't really have that luxury um and then you know it's also just little things um you know that he um also does with like bathrooms and stuff i mean he just takes yeah. everything into account and you know he doesn't leave a stone unturned so um you know he's doing a great job and like i said you know we're just all blessed to have him um leading the charge and i think um you know it, it's going to be uh it's going to be pretty awesome for years to come and he's going to keep doing things and that you know he's going to do things right fast friday today get a little extra boost gonna gonna turn up the speeds a little bit uh how do you like your race setup that you've learned over the last two days yeah it's definitely in a good window um you know i think everybody needs to find a little bit more. I think everyone's still struggling a little bit, but um, it's in the good window, you know, where last year I didn't really feel comfortable really at all. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, after the last run yesterday, I, I looked at my engineer and said I could race with this. So, um, you know, we just got to go to the drawing board and, and figure out something that's going to be effective as far as um, just getting a little bit closer to cars in front. Um, but other than that, you know, it's a pretty solid platform. It's not, doing anything erratic so um definitely confident in that and then obviously today we get the the big boost um you know it's about two times more boost than we've had years past so it's going to be really fast today um you know i I wouldn't be surprised if you saw some really huge numbers um guys getting some drafts on qual sims and stuff so um it's going to be an interesting day uh i don't really know what to expect but um i don't know if anybody really knows what to expect just walking around talking to the drivers and them kind of throwing out what they predict speeds will be kind of everyone's all over the map and you got some really big ones and some you know pretty normal ones but i think in my opinion i think we're going to see some really big speeds how do you balance uh risk versus reward this weekend ready to go you've got the boost you want to qualify up front but also knowing there's only 33 uh drivers that are entered so you know you're in the field how do you balance that risk versus reward all weekend yeah i mean we still got to take pretty big risk in qualifying i i, I think um you know, just with it being quite difficult to pass, you know, qualifying is more of a premium. So, um, you know, in, in years past, you know, you, you could basically start anywhere you want. And if you had a pretty decent car, it was it, it didn't really matter if you started in the back. But now it's it's more or less like if you start in the back. It's quite difficult. You got to at least start, you know, midfield ish. Um, so, you know, we're, we're not going to be taking it, you know, lightly by any means. Um, you know, today is going to basically be all qualifying, you know, maybe a little bit of race running at some point in the day, but I think today is just going to be all qualifying stuff. Um, and hopefully, you know, we can get a good package under us. You know, last year I only had, I think, one qual sim before qualifying, and that's why we were just so out to lunch and struggling. We just had an off month. And, um, you know, so today I hope that we can get, you know, five or six qual sims under our belt and, you know, going to qualifying tomorrow knowing exactly what we have under us and um you know hopefully it's good enough sage Karam joins us on a tone of the podcast brought to you by flooring is forever you have great sponsors that have been with you for the last couple of years and wix filters miko auto auctions how important is it to 
um, have a great run in this year's 500, knowing that there's going to be probably more eyes from a sponsorship standpoint, being on NBC, not being blacked out, no fans. How important is it to run well, run up front to prove, hey, we belong in this series full time? Yeah, well, I think obviously I, I got to thank um, the sponsors that are stuck with us and, and through this tough time because, you know, it is a tough time for a lot of people. So, you know, having Wix filters back on board, like you said, Mika Monsons, um, you know, it, it's it's quite amazing. And then even my personal sponsors with ISMI Springs, um, Mount Comfort, Jax, um, you know, everybody that kind of came together and still stayed on board. It's uh, an testament to them and the relationships we have with, with them. And I can't thank them enough. But um you know, this is going to be pretty huge um, TV numbers, I would assume. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, to do well here, have the eyes on you, on the sponsors, it's all going to help. So, um, you know, if you can win Indy, I think it, it, it sets you sets you up to be able to go full time. Um, you know, it makes that decision a lot easier. It makes a decision just to go racing a lot more easier. Um, even just doing well, I think, you know, we just need to have a strong year this year. Like last year, we just didn't really have it and just – um, you know, we just don't want to go through that again. So, you know, we want to get back to our old ways here at Dry and Reinbold Racing, and that's, you know, coming up through the field, being in the mix, and, um, you know, hopefully we can finish it off strong. Well, I interview you every year. I would say it was this time of year, but it's, uh, you know, whenever the 500 is going on, and it, you've had some great days at the track, you've had some some bad days at the track, but I feel like this Sage Kiram with kind of a ramped-up effort where everybody maybe isn't necessarily on the same playing field, but everybody with the new car everybody's going through the same adjustments i just feel like things are falling into place for you do you feel that when you're in the cockpit yeah i think obviously this year is more of a level playing field for us than we've ever had with um you know these guys haven't had a lot of races under their belt with the uh, new arrow screen um and uh you know and not a lot of testing either so i think that actually plays into our favor with keeping us on a more of a level playing field so everybody's kind of mm-hmm. figuring out the same stuff right now um and we're not playing as, as much as catch up as we used to. So that obviously helps. Um, and, you know, I think we, we've been going ab- about this at the right approach. You know, we haven't really been worrying about, you know, lap speed and stuff like that. It was more or less yesterday was just let's get right behind cars and see what this thing does. And, you know, we really didn't go for any toe laps or anything like that. So, you know, we, we may not be where we want on the speed chart, but I mean, to us, it was just, you know, we just need to be comfortable and if we can be the best race car, um, you know, we can make this happen. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, it, today we'll get a better understanding of where we stand as far as, you know, running on our own and, and everything like that. So I'll be able to see, you know, after today, you know, how, how well we're shaping up for race day. But I, as of now, you know, I'm feeling confident. The team's feeling confident. And, uh, you know, that's what we need after last year. I, I think we didn't really have a lot of confidence last year. So, you know, we come in with, um, you know, full effort this year and full commitment and, uh, you know, it's definitely showing, especially around the garage. Everybody's, you know, a lot higher in spirit. And, um, yeah, it's it, hopefully it's going to be a good year. Sage Karam, driver of the number 24 Wix Filters, Meekum Auto Auctions, Dry and Reinbold Racing Chevy. Go get them this weekend. Throw up some fast times. And uh, best of luck in the 104th Indianapolis 500. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. All right, my good man. Thank you. Good luck this weekend. Yep. Thanks, man. Bye. Uh, yep. See you. Big thanks there to the guys from Dry and Reinbold Racing, Sage Karam and J.R. Hildebrand. Some, some interesting stuff there. As we know, J.R. Hildebrand, one of the, uh, the smartest drivers in the paddock, teaches a class on aerophysics at Stanford University. Um, so those guys are going to be ready to go today, as we mentioned, should see some big speeds. Uh, very interesting to hear what J.R. had to say about being inside of the cockpit with, 
with the air hose that gets to flow to the drivers of the helmets with the new, um, obviously, the aero screen for the first time here at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So looking forward to that. we got pulls up, as always, if you want to hop into those. Thanks for tweeting um, and listening. As always, a big thanks to our good friends at Flooring is Forever. Get a hold of Harley at 317-755-1246 if you're looking for a high-quality flooring with a lifetime warranty, 100% waterproof, pet-proof, and kid-proof. Cortec flooring is the way to go. Beautiful options from wood to tile looks. Built-in cork backing creates an extra layer of installation. Easy to clean and won't stay and get a hold of Harley today. Flooringisforever.com, 317-755-1246. Enjoy qualifying. We'll have some recaps Saturday and Sunday on Twitter. Look for that. Hopefully some more drivers as we head into next week's Indianapolis 500 before Carb Day on Friday. Have a Bud Light for me this weekend. Take care and uh, enjoy everything that is to offer with the Pacers coming up as well. We'll talk some playoffs on Sunday night here on the Tony V Podcast.